The start of 2009 began with the last of the Christmas bird counts for this winter. The Martha's Vineyard Christmas count was run this past weekend on January 3rd with fairly good weather, but lots of wind and snow cover, making it tough to find the birds. Observer effort is just not the same when conditions are brutal. With some rescheduling of some counts due to nasty weather and often punishing temperatures and winds, many observers who participate on multiple counts are happy to be done with these until later this year. A well-earned 50-week respite is coming. The vineyard count was well attended despite the wind chills. The entire island was covered, and 119 different species of birds were recorded. Nothing completely unexpected was discovered, but many interesting birds, as well as evolving trends, become even more apparent. For example, 10 years ago, there were no tufted titmice, few red-bellied woodpeckers, and cooper's hawks and turkey vultures were very hard to come by. On the count just conducted, all of these birds were widespread and seen by many groups. Time brings changes in bird populations. The data collected from now long-established Christmas bird counts is fantastic at revealing these trends. Tip mice are familiar to most listeners. These tiny, woodland-loving birds loathe flying over water. They had only sporadically made the daring four-mile open-water flight crossing from Cape Cod to the north shore of Martha's Vineyard in the prior decade. They were a major rarity and eagerly sought whenever one showed up at a bird feeder by island birders. This year's count had tip mice recorded from almost all areas on the island that had trees. This species has now colonized the island and is becoming a familiar and welcome part of the island avifauna. For the past few years during the fall migration, tip mice have been encountered flying around and over the gay head cliffs at the west end of the vineyard. This is a sure indication that the species is engaging in some migratory movement, which is something not known to occur in this species. The Gray Lady, Nantucket Island, much further out to sea than the vineyard, is looking for its first titmouse. This commentator thinks it will happen during the next decade. Time will tell. One of the more spectacular highlights of the vineyard count were two snowy owls that were seen in the Katama section of Egertown at dusk. One bird was found sitting along the edge of Katama Bay opposite the boat ramp along and in beach grass at the edge of the tidal flats. This individual was seen repeatedly taking flight and hovering at varying altitudes like a giant moth hanging in the stiff wind, listening and looking for a potential meal. Then, as dusk descended, the group covering this area was out in the vast fields at Katema by the Farm Institute scanning for short-eared or barn owls that often hunt these fields as twilight descends. An owl was seen approaching, coming in high from the west against the twilight. As it approached closer, dropping over the fields and landing in the middle, its identity was apparent. It was a snowy owl. After a short while in the fading light, the owl flew up and hovered some 100 feet above the ground for almost a minute. Then it turned and flew with surprising speed right towards the observers. It kept coming and stooped like a giant white falcon at some mallards that had just flown into the darkened field, narrowly missing making a meal of one. It sat in the field again quite close in the settling darkness. A minute later, it flew up and hovered some 200 feet in the air against the western fading sunset. It hung, flapping its wings, a sight as magnificent as any ever seen for over a minute before turning and stooping at some Canada geese that saw it coming just in the nick of time, avoiding the hungry owl. A memorable ending to this year's bird count.
Until next week, keep your eyes to the sky.